I have a specialized training in in how to perfectly work in tandem with the medical system. Mm. You know, when I have people come in my office, I try to establish a connection with their doctor, with their physician. Um, I never encourage anybody to move away from their choices when it comes to um, the medical system. That's their own choice. Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and hacks on how to practice gratitude daily. Whether you're a gratitude guru or you've lost your gratitude journal once again, we've got you covered. We share personal and authentic stories from our guests who are entrepreneurs, business professionals, parents, caregivers, and everyday human beings just like you and I. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm an intuitive business and health coach. And I'm here to inspire you to choose to wake up with gratitude every single day. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. So excited that you're here again for another episode. And today we're talking about a topic that I have not yet covered on this podcast. We are talking about hypnotherapy with Federico Valen, who is a clinical hypnotherapist and is also has training in medical hypnotherapy. What I love about this interview is it is a topic that I'm personally familiar with as I had the chance to work with Federico with my surgery that I had just over six weeks ago. So he helped me to prepare for surgery and he works in tandem with the medical community. He helps people that are dealing with pain, cancer, with accelerated healing, and he's actually working on a program right now with those going through treatment for breast cancer. So I invite you to listen in. This might not be something that you're familiar with, but there's a lot of science and a lot of training that Farico has undergone in order to be able to do this really incredible and powerful work. Of course, it's all about our mind, right? It's so important to acknowledge how our mind is critical and it's a critical partner in our healing and recovery. Now, before we go into this episode, I have something super exciting to announce to all of you. I am so excited to announce The Grateful Squad. I've been working on this for a while now, and I'm excited to be able to finally share with you. So if you're curious, you can just go right over to the website and visit gratefulsquad.com. And we are a community of grateful leaders that are leading with acceptance empowerment, appreciation, and love. We're also wellness advocates, business mentors, gratitude ambassadors, and holistic lifestyle enthusiasts. Now to learn more about what the Grateful Squad is, what we do, and if it's the right place for you, please do visit gratefulsquad.com. And if this is a good fit and you're connected to us in all these beautiful ways, I would be so excited to welcome you to our community. Okay, friends, let's get into this beautiful interview with Federico Valen, all about what hypnotherapy is. And of course, we'll be hearing from Federico about the tremendous impact that gratitude has had in his own life. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boye, and today I'm welcoming my friend, Federico Valen. Hello, my friend. Hello. Hello. What a pleasure to be here. 
Oh, I'm so excited to share <laughs> you with our community. Now, Federico is a clinical hypnotherapist and a spiritual care professional, and he has specialized training in medical hypnotherapy, among so many other specialized trainings. He's originally from Venezuela, has lived uh, all over the world, and he has some deep roots in Mexico as well, but is currently, he's you know, built his life here in Canada. He really serves the bilingual uh, community, uh, English Spanish community through his work. And uh, I invited him on the podcast because I have a personal story to share about working with Federico. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, I always love inviting my guests to share a little bit about their story. And your story really intrigued me when I was reading on your website. So if you could just tell us a little bit about kind of growing up in this very multicultural, multi-faceted, uh, beautiful environment that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thank you. What an introduction. What a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Julie. Um, yeah, definitely growing up in a, in a very um, multicultural, in a way, very multifaceted environment. Um, my family from my mother's side, they're First Nations, Mexican. And from my father's side, there are there's people from Libya, from Italy, all coming to Venezuela, where I was born. So yeah, definitely lots of influences. In um, but it was I would say it was my grandmother and my mother who were the the spiritual inspiration and also the the ones that ignited that curiosity to learn more about the mind and, and the powers behind that. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm writing something down now about. The influence that the cancer that my mom had when she was when I was 17 had on me choosing to study hypnotherapy. It was not only her using the power of her mind to heal herself, but also the books she was reading, the the affirmations she was using, the changes that she was doing in her lifestyle that planted that seed in my head that, you know, in a way paved the road for me to become uh, to become this person that I am today. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist. I, I work with cancer patients as well, a specialization to work with cancer patients. Right now I'm building up a program to work exclusively with breast cancer patients. And I do a lot of uh, surgery preparation, like you know. Um, and um, yeah, a lot of process to accelerate people's healings and to support them into finding their inner resources. Uh, either through hypnotherapy or any of the other tools I use. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm really curious because hypnotherapy is a very non-traditional type of, you know, treatment therapy. And often, you know, people will come like from another profession or whatnot and into this field, but you did this, like, is this a field that, cause you said at 17, you were really influenced by your mother's experience. Mm-hmm. So did you, start studying this sort of as a young adult? Well, as a matter of fact, I read a book back then and it was awesome because then I was trying to hypnotize the kids in my classroom. And (laughs) and so it was fascinating. But anyways, no, it wasn't until I went to University of Toronto many, many years ago. Like, I, I mean, when I landed in Canada and started taking some hypnotherapy classes there. And then I did my my uh, my studies with the uh, Hypnotherapy Academy of America in New Mexico. Um, anyways, just building it up, right? Um, and yes, hypnotherapy. I wish it was more of a of a um, embrace 
modality in the medical system. It is becoming more and more so in Canada, but we have countries like Belgium, for example, where it's already part of the medical system, right? And in the United States, it's been about a hundred years since uh, hypnotherapy is, is being merging into the medical system slowly and slowly, but it's just, it's coming more and more, uh, but there is still a lot of myths there's still a lot of bad media about hypnosis. And, and there's still a lot of people working really hard on making hypnosis look really bad. <laughs> oh, no, that's, well, trust you me, know. I'm in a profession also that has a bad reputation and that a lot of people make feel bad. So I understand how uh, that can feel for sure. Um, so it's interesting because I didn't know that those countries really had embraced it. And I, mm-hmm. I had a very brief experience with a hypnotherapy session through a friend who had, you know, taken, I think a couple of courses, like, so this is what's, so what's interesting to me, Federico, is that I didn't even know before I met you, like the depth of training and education that someone could help or have to become and do the kind of work that you do. So Mm -hmm. what is, when we talk about medical hypnotherapy, what does that entail? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, great question. So we have hypnosis, we have hypnotherapy, then we have clinical hypnotherapy. And and what I have is a medical specialization, medical in in what is called medical support, right? So um, I have a specialized training in in how to perfectly work in tandem with the medical system. Mm. You know, when I have people come in my office, I try to establish a connection with their doctor, with their physician. Um, I never encourage anybody to move away from their choices when it comes to um, the medical system. That's their own choice in tandem with medicine. Um, So how deep you go in terms of study, that's of course, that's up to each individual. Uh, there is hypnosis, which is the process of being in hypnosis and the state. Then hypnotherapy is about how to use hypnosis and psychotherapeutic tools to support someone. So it's how to blend uh, therapy and hypnosis, right? And then if you go deeper, you go into clinical hypnosis, clinical hypnotherapy, which is is hypnotherapy used for medical purposes. Right. So we're talking about dealing with pain, dealing with cancers, you know, with accelerated healing, recovery and all these things. Did I answer your question? Yes, that's very helpful. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, And especially explaining like the difference, the different types of hypnosis versus hypnotherapy and how that works together. Yeah, that was very helpful. And maybe I'll share kind of share the story of how you helped me. So I, uh, Federico and I connected through Facebook. I, we had a bunch of friends in common and I added him as a friend and I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Like I don't, I know hypnotherapy, but I don't really understand medical hypnotherapy. And we had a short conversation on Facebook messenger. And I think you mentioned, like I asked a little bit about it and you mentioned one of the things that you did was preparation for surgery. And you didn't know, (laughs) you didn't know that I was going to have surgery. Uh-huh. So I was like, this is so, you know, I really, I love paying attention to the signs that come from, you know, uh-huh. the universe. And so connecting with you a couple of months before having a pretty big surgery, like for me, that I was like, this is really interesting. I really feel like I should probably, you know, talk to him a little bit more and potentially invest awesome. in, in this. So I decided to invest in my own personalized 
hypnotherapy recording to prepare myself for surgery. Um, before I kind of tell the rest of my story, what does it, so if someone does like come to you and say like, I want a personalized, you know, some kind of recording to help me with something, what is that like from your side of things? What does that look like? What do you bring to the client? What do I bring to the client? Um, I don't, I, I'm not sure I understand your question. You like, mean like, yeah. So if I, if someone says to you, like, I, I'm looking for a recording to prepare mm-hmm. myself for something, what do you do for that? Like, do, do you just like put together some words? Like, I'm really curious of the process of putting together a, a specific oh, personalized, okay. right? Cause there, there's lots of, I'm sure there's ways we can do hypnotherapy that is like more general, but when you ask specifically for someone in their situation, yeah. What does that process look like? Because I thought that was pretty amazing how you really made something just for me. Absolutely, absolutely. And thank you for bringing that up about like the the synchronicity, right? And uh, nothing is a coincidence. And who knows who's listening to this beautiful recording today, right? So um, it makes a huge difference to have something personalized than to just go on YouTube and listening to some. Exactly. um, um, you know, canned uh, recordings for, for hypnotherapy. So the reason why is because in order for me to create a recording, I don't know if you remember, uh, we went through a very thorough interview uh, where I ask you, what are your fears? How do you want that day to go? How do you see yourself recording? And, and it's on that time where the person can say, you know what, I am terrified of needles. Mm-hmm. So then we add that to the recording. Or, you know, there is one thing I cannot see and it's blood. So then we add that to a recording. Or, uh, you know, my brother died in a hospital. So every time I go to a hospital, I feel like this and this and that. So we add that to a recording. So it gives me a better idea of the particularities that each person needs to have a recording made for themselves. That, that, that That's going to really address everything. And it's not just going to be about you know, in the recording talking about, yes, you're coming back home and you're going to feel amazing. When the person is maybe like, no, actually, I'm not going back home. I'm going to my aunt's house after Mm. the surgery for a week. So then it's like, that has to be added in the surgery because, sorry, in the recording, because uh, it has to really match your life and it has to really match what happens and and what you're expecting to happen, right? Um, So anyways... It, 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 it is very powerful to do something personalized for each person, whether it's for dentistry or preparation for surgery, accelerated healing, birth, you know, giving birth, yes. all these little things. Yeah. It, it, it is very powerful to make it personal. And I, I remember we went through quite a thorough interview and I just wanted you to share yeah. that with, you know, the, with our listeners is that, um, you know, maybe you have like stumbled across hypnotherapy on YouTube and you're like, oh, this is interesting and I'll see if it works for me. And you may or may not have had the positive results that you were expecting. And part of it, I do think is that lack of personalization. So Mm -hmm. um, you were very specific with your instructions twice a day to listen. And I did pretty much every day for, I think it was at least two weeks before the procedure. Oh, that's amazing. And, uh, and I like did it like it was my job, right? Cause I Mm -hmm. knew that um, I'd had one of the reasons I asked you for help is because for those that have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I had a traumatic 
uh, incident after having a DNC, a, a very simple surgery in the hospital, but I ended up with a life-threatening bacterial infection mm. and in, in a medically induced coma for a week, like very rare, like they won't happen again. But I, ha- for a long time, I hesitated about going back to the hospital and getting another surgery on the same part of my body because I was very nervous. So that, that, like you said, those fears and, and addressing that safety also was really, really important in that mm-hmm. message. We'll be right back to the podcast in just a few short moments. My friends, I have a gift for you. I created a beautiful gratitude meditation that you can download directly to your phone. What I love about this gratitude meditation is that it's a great way to start your day. And I encourage you to turn your phone on airplane mode before you go to sleep And the nice thing about having a meditation that's downloaded to your phone is that you don't need to turn your phone off airplane mode before you start your day with gratitude. So to access this gratitude meditation, please visit bit.ly forward slash gratitude love letter. It's all one word and gratitude, love, and letter are all capitalized. So that's bit.ly forward slash gratitude, love letter. As a bonus, I'll be sharing with you my weekly gratitude love letter into your inbox. It's something that will bring joy and happiness. And of course, gratitude to your inbox every single week. That way you'll never miss another episode of the podcast. You'll hear about other podcasts and blogs and articles that I find interesting and want to share with you. And I also share some of my favorite photos that I've taken that week. So if we're not connected on social media, you'll get the best of wake up with gratitude in your inbox as well. All right, friends, let's get back into this episode of the podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. What I will say for those, yeah. And I'll say that it really did help me the day of, I actually kept listening to it the day of, Beautiful. I had my headphones in like, right up and they let you keep your phone right up until, you know, you go over to the operating room. And so I listened to it another couple of times that morning and my surgery was briefly delayed. And so, but I was able to stay calm. I just like, it was so powerful. So I just want to Awesome. Awesome. And not, not to put you in the spot here, but did you do the, uh, the, the surgery protocol, that paper? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, nice. yes. So this awesome. is like a, so this is a bonus that you offer, ah. right? So <laughs> tell us about this, like this printout that I was able to bring to the surgery. Yeah. Well, is I call it the surgery protocol. So basically it's a paper that has, again, very personalized affirmations that work for your case. And that uh, ideally you have had a talk with someone in the operating room, like your anesthesiologist or a nurse that can read you these affirmations as you're going in, you know, as you're feeling the effects of um, the sedatives, right? And um, so these affirmations could be something like, um, your operation is going really well. Everyone in this room is working here for your benefit. We're, we all slept really well. We're all relaxed. We're all ready for you. And after this surgery, you're going to feel fantastic. And you're going to recuperate really well. You're going to be able to eat, to go to the washroom on your own. Like this, you know, this kind of, um, and, and another thing that is in the protocol is a reminder for the physicians and the people in the room to have positive talk, to, 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 
to, to, to have conversations that are positive and, and supportive of the patient because there is a lot of um, there is a lot of people who actually bring up to my office the, this um, the cases of being traumatized by the things they heard while they were going into anesthesia and the conversations around them of the people who think like oh she's unconscious she's not hearing anything actually the person is even more receptive to remember what they hear. So having the physicians and the personnel in the room, having positive conversations, and, and that is huge. And so the protocol talks about that as well. It, it's, it's so beautiful. It's such a different it's, approach. It's so good. So I actually, um, incredibly, my whole entire team was women. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like it was just uh, my doctor, <laughs> the, the one who did the surgery is a woman. Then they had another secondary doctor who also ended up being a woman, not the one that I was expecting, which was supposed to be a man, another woman. She's like, oh, I'm here to assist. And I'm another physician for you. Then the anesthesiologist comes out I share, and she's a woman. And I share this with her. This She's like, okay, no problem. Yeah, absolutely. Then the assistant comes out and she's also a woman. Then two more nurses come to say hi. And they're also women. And one woman said to me, so beautifully. She said, I just want you to know that this morning, um, before I came to work, I prayed for the patients that I would see today so that they would have a good surgery and good healing. And I, you know, I prayed, I, you know, I prayed for you this morning before I got to work. I was like, this is amazing. Right. Like to have. And so again, I don't believe in like coincidences or accidents. I do believe that like, you know, part of, I don't know. I just believe that because I had prepared myself and brought my mindset to it, like all these things aligned to bring me mm-hmm. a team Absolutely. that was really, really supportive and open Absolutely. to, to what you had shared. So I think one of the biggest, you know, I know that this kind of ended up being about my story, but I think that's the value of your work is that I'm sure this is just one of so many stories about how this practice that seems so really, it's actually quite simple. Like it's not a lot of work for me to do this as a client uh, can really be transformative in these kind of situations. So you mentioned briefly that you're really wanting to focus and you're getting special, um, I think, is it certification or programs that you're putting together specifically for breast cancer? So yeah, it's not that? a certification. I okay. I I have a specialization to work with with cancer, sorry. And okay. uh, I am building up a program, which is a bit of a coaching program oh. for people who are going, are navigating breast cancer, right? So it's about 12 weeks. And uh, I cannot tell you all the details. Like yes. if someone is interested, please go to my website or inquire and I'll be happy to tell you more. Um, but yeah, basically that's what it is. It's about how to navigate cancer with more grace uh, the side effects, um, and also the all the support that you need from the people around you, and how to how your how your beliefs also affect you. You know how affect your levels of stress and your recovery as well. Because when when it comes to things like cancer, for example, uh, what we believe that causes cancer has a big impact on us. You know whether we think is is environmental or is God's punishment or is something that happened to me years ago. So our beliefs play a huge role and hypnotherapy is a lot about working with beliefs, right? It's about knowing what the beliefs are and then addressing them. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I think that's an important uh, population to support and be absolutely. And also because breast cancer for many women, they do survive it, but there's trauma in the treatment They're Like you said, they might bring yeah. fears to it. Um, I did a podcast re- fairly recently with Jill Levine, who is a cancer survivor with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And ha- what she talks about in our interview is truly about how she did so much mindset work um, mm-hmm. outside of, like you you mentioned at the beginning, this is not to interrupt what the medical profession is doing. This mm-hmm. is to work alongside and to improve outcomes Absolutely. based on mindset. I absolutely subscribe to the fact that our mindset is so critical when we when we take so necessary julie yeah Yeah. and you know what this is what i always say medicine is doing their best yeah but i compare medicine with the firefighters when there is a house on fire they come in the house they don't care about your furniture they don't care about the walls they don't care about how they wreck the house they only care about putting the fire down The fire is a cancer, right? So they go in and they take care of that and make sure it's gone. And they do their best to do that. But then there is all the other parts of you, right? There's there's your feelings, there's your emotions, there's your background, family, uh, your beliefs, your your emotional states, your mentality. All of those parts are not addressed by the medical system. That's why hypnotherapy is so powerful and also there are systems that address the individual as a whole right? yeah. like we're not just a body we're not just a body. <laughs> we're, we're a body and we have a psychology and yeah. we have also a, a level of spirituality right yeah. and the more of those layers you address with your illness or whatever it is or your preparation for surgery or whatever uh, the more of those levels that you address well the results are going to be better and also, you are not just going to be a survivor, but a thriver. I love it. Right? You just don't want to survive. You want to thrive after Abs- Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you want to, like you said, heal with grace and everything. So speaking absolutely. really of mindset, my favorite, of course, part about mindset to talk about is gratitude. Mm-hmm. And I... Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but... You know, obviously that's the basis of why I do this podcast to really learn and understand. So someone like you who spends basically their day talking about mindset and helping people with their mindset, do you have a a personal gratitude practice that you use? Well, I don't have per se a specific practice. I just think it's incorporated fully in my lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, and and the the way I would talk about it with clients, with my patients, is um, are you either on the gratitude or on the chase, right? Are you um, are you noticing what you don't have, what you're missing, which is lack, or are you in the gratitude by just noticing all the beautiful miracles that you already are and have? And as a, as a hypnotherapist, I can tell that whenever and this is going to be really good for your program here because this is like right on on you know on cue here whatever you're grateful for and you say thank you for whatever you you you're grateful for you're basically telling your brain i want part of this so whether it is the first thing that you do in the morning and the last thing that you do before you sleep you know, to be grateful, like, don't, I challenge everybody right now, 
wherever you are sitting, if you're driving, whatever you're doing, just look in front of you and don't move until you find 20 things to be grateful for. And sometimes we think like, well, the only things I can be grateful for, like what, you know, my clothes, my keys, the money in the bank, like, but no, you can be grateful for so many things. The ability that you can breathe that, oh, you have a car, that you live in Canada, which is such a wonderful place to live, that we have a clean sky, that actually, so the more things that you find to be grateful for, the more they multiply. The, the same thing happens with the negatives, right? The more we engage into, into what we don't like, then it just manifests more of it. Um, so anyway, so do I have a practice? I don't, I just simply feel like it's completely incorporated in my life, is to live life through the, through the angle and, and through the lens mm-hmm. of, of gratitude, of abundance. Uh, abundance is everything. It's on everything. Well, it definitely takes practice to get to that point where we live that way. And you're one of a few people that I've met through the podcast that does just live this way. And this reminder of gratitude, of gratitude in the present and for literally just looking around us and knowing that there's so much to be grateful for right where we are. And I, yeah, I've definitely been living you know, this way for some time, but I feel like over the past year, especially like there's so many moments where I, if I have a negative thought, which I do, I'm a human being, I definitely have negative thoughts. And then I, I really focus on finding gratitude. Like I've said something Mm -hmm. negative and I'm like, I look, I will look for gratitude in that moment. And also, you know, simple things, um, you know, as a, cause we're talking about hypnotherapy and surgery and post-surgery, is having gratitude and thanking those who are caring for you after your surgery. Absolutely. Right. Treating the the nurses, because it's mostly the nurses that are going to be, I mean, I didn't even see my surgeon until the next day. So Mm. I was really being cared for by nurses after my surgery. And just that, that gratitude and thank you, just like, thank you for like everything. Cause you really are very dependent. You know, I couldn't get out of bed the first like 24 hours or whatever, 12 hours after. And, uh, that thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Even though maybe I'm having a hard time, but like, thank you to the nurse. Thank you. And those are really simple things that I think we can all kind of latch on to. So absolutely the caregivers, right. The, the role of the caregivers for whom sometimes in the case of cancer, for example, um, the illness can be even heavier on the shoulders of the caregivers sometimes. You know, and uh, to be grateful for their assistance, for their support. Um, yeah, that's very, very important. And, you know, one, one more thing to say about um, gratefulness and, and gratitude is that, um, and you know, what you were talking about, the negative thoughts. This is one of my favorite quotes. This is one of my favorite things to say. Um, if people want to write it down and re- remember it, I find it so powerful. And it's this. Um, the way to empty the mind is by filling up the mind. The way to empty the mind is by filling up the mind. So do we all have negative and positive thoughts? Of course we do. How do you, how do you empty the mind and fill it up with positive is by bringing more and more of the positive, bringing more of what you want and less of what you don't want. Right. And gratitude is right along those lines. Yeah. Oh, so good. Oh, Federico, so many wonderful ways that you are of service to people. I thank you so much for sharing that with our audience today. If people are looking to connect with you, because I have a feeling there will be some people that are like, 
this is definitely someone I want to connect with. What's the best place to find you? Through my website, through my website, which is um, my last name, Valin, V-A-L-L-I-N, hypnotherapy. So my website is valinhypnotherapy.com. Beautiful. So we'll make sure all those links are easy to find through the show notes. And once again, uh, Federico, thank you so much for bringing this to the podcast. Thank you for sharing your wonderful energy, your positive mindset with us today and your unique and different perspective that some of you may never have even thought of before when you're in this situation. And I hope this gives people um, something to consider when they're in that situation, dealing with, like you said, with the cancer diagnosis or cancer treatment, or like me, uh, healing and surgery, like in a way that they just might not have thought of before. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for having me, Julie. Awesome. So grateful. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you for listening right to the end of the podcast. I hope this episode inspired you to choose to practice gratitude in different ways than you might have before. If you're not already following the podcast on your favorite app, all you have to do is click on the check mark or plus sign under the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast name to make sure that you're alerted of all the new episodes. If you really enjoy this podcast and want others to hear about it, it would mean so much if you could leave a review on your favorite app. Your review can help others to find the podcast and start to join us in choosing to wake up with gratitude every single day.